hello and welcome to Watch What Crap Is, the podcast for all that crap we just love to talk about on Ye Old Bravs. I'm Ronnie, as usual, here with the sweet, the talented, the tiny, wasted, beautifully faced Ben Mantelker. Hello, Ben. <laughs> Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Good. How's it going, babe? It's going really, really well. Uh, in in honor of uh, Margaret Josephs, I've decided to experiment with my iced coffee today. I, I decided to use chocolate milk in my iced coffee because I figured, why not? That seems like it would work. Guess what? It's not the best. Okay, It doesn't work. It doesn't should work. work. Doesn't. Uh, I'm someone who knows, yeah, from firsthand. And I've tried it many times because it's something that you think of later too you're like well maybe but it should have worked i'm gonna do that again it doesn't yeah. work why doesn't it does it make it too watery like the milk too watery i'm not really sure but it does not taste like chocolate coffee milk no if anything it became like more bitter i don't know it like reacts in a strange way it doesn't hit the right tones you know i think Madge is onto something she uses snickers creamer creamer or creme cream mate or coffee mate i should say and that seems to be the way to go Okay. Yes, and I believe she carries it around in her purse, which is just so Marge. The most you know? impressive part, yeah. So everybody, we are going back on the road next week, uh, just a few weeks left, so hope you're coming, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be going to Denver on March 31st to play the Summit Theater, and then it's off to San Francisco on April 7th to uh, play at the Independent, and then the very next week, we're going to Detroit columbus and cleveland and then we're going to finish this all out starting april 19th with the three-day texas extravaganza in austin houston and dallas so go get your tickets find ticket links over at watchwhatcrappens.com and for tour merch go to crappensmerch.com that's where we sell all our you know tour shirts <laughs> it's and a hunky dory tour and they have all the cities on the back and yeah we're selling lots of different stuff um mugs um thermoses like it's glamour shot yeah it's wonderful great stuff pins, all sorts of stuff so go over there and check it out today we're very lucky to be here because it's real housewives of new jersey day it certainly is Big, big uh, fun times in New Jersey. It's the episode where tree has to go up into a tree. It's like we finally are here at this point in New, New Jersey's timeline that tree has to face trees. Yeah, here we She's go. She's not happy about it. <laughs> She's sure not. She's not happy at all today, period. Mm-mm. Which makes for great TV, you know. Um, and I love that they have Teresa's big anger moment in a place that you can't really flip anything. Like, what are you going to uproot the tree? Sorry. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. you're gonna have to use your words. Good luck. Good <laughs> well, luck. maybe she can find a nice log, a nice log she can sort of like roll down a down a slope or something, sort of a flipping motion there. So um, the episode opens up with uh, uh, we start at uh, Jen Aiden's house, and her kids are all playing like a board game. They're, they're, they're like a bunch of them are gathered around this game, and then Olivia chimes in and goes. How much wood does a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? And Gabriella's like, a lot. She goes, no, they can't chuck wood. Woodchucks can't actually chuck wood at all. Their name's a lie. (laughs) (laughs) So perfect. My little Olivia. So then Jen is, you know, she has these peaceful kids making woodchuck jokes. Meanwhile, Jen is like, I'm very nervous. 
I'm so nervous. She's doing like this Jen nervous scene, which is really funny because, you know, usually I don't find the acting so bad on this show, but this was, she's like beating her uh, face with her makeup beater, whatever you call those, like very nervously. And then they cut to her leg shaking. She's just so scared to meet Margaret Josephs. Yeah, she's she's like a quivering leaf right now. And uh, Bill calls and he's like, Hi, mm, I just want you to know I'm going to be late. Don't keep dinner for me, mm, girl. And she's like, I'm going to see Margaret. I told her I want to meet her because I just don't want to fight like this anymore. All right, Tina Turner? My nerves are shot. I need to, I need to acknowledge what she did to me. I need her to own her part. Which is very housewives, right? It's like cut between Jen saying she better acknowledge what she did to me. And then Margaret in her snake-skinned, wallpapered... <laughs> getting ready room saying you know but she better acknowledge what she did to me all right (laughs) yeah because she's doing a she's doing a a face in the mirror also and she's like oh you know what she called me joe and i want to work it out with her because you know i don't want to hurt her okay she has to reflect on herself and realize that i've you know i like she has to realize listen i've done crappy things to people and take okay she's got to take responsibility for her part as well okay joe joe where's your seafoam shirt it's ridiculous already it's been two episodes you haven't even worn it I have never seen a snakeskin wallpaper be more fitting than in Marge's room. Not necessarily because she's a snake, just because she changes all the time. You know, it's like she just sheds out of her entire body and has a new one in every episode. Like, how does she do that? Okay, I know it's called surgery, but my question is how not how does she get so much surgery, but how does she heal so well? I mean, she looks totally different today. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I was just molting yesterday, everyone. Yeah. Look look at my skin over there. It's not the wallpaper. She's just brushed against the wall while she was going <laughs> for a robe. Hey, Marlene, I left my skin downstairs. Can you just put it in the trash? Thanks so much. So Jenna's leaving the house. It's like, dun, 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 dun. They're both going to leave for this big meeting. And mm-hmm. as she leaves, we see that she's got a bag that says, Tequila made me do it. <laughs> I knew you were going to point that out because I saw it too. And I was like, Ronnie's, I was like, I was like, this is, this is something for Ronnie. <laughs> like Jen, who does not want to take, I love, it's just, she wears a bag of her, of her excuses. She literally has a bag of excuses. Yeah. Um, nothing. I, I just wish she took it with her because nothing says <laughs> I'm, so, I'm owning it like that bag. So, um, Jen has dressed very carefully today. She's not wearing her victim scrunchie. Instead, she is wearing like an innocent person sundress, but she Mm. still wants to be taken seriously. So it has a collar. (laughs) A collared sundress. I didn't even notice that. (laughs) I noticed the bag, but not the collared sundress. I didn't even know that that was possible. (laughs) I think it's a sundress. It's like a light flowy dress, but it's in the color of office blue, you know, office shirt blue. It's in that color, and it's got like a little collar on it. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yes. So, um, so they arrive. They they both meet uh, at this coffee shop, and um, uh, Margaret orders a black coffee. At first, I was like, "Oh my god, Margaret's just getting a black coffee. This is so strange." But then a few beats later, she pulls out that that Snickers coffee mate, and then and and marges it up, which really is what inspired my my experimentation today and failure. Well, you know, Marge, I. 
people say things with what they're ordering with you. You know, it's like when you sit down with someone for drinks and they're like, just water. I'll just be a minute. Kind of like that. So Marge <laughs> just ordering black coffee and not ordering iced coffee. I mean, Marge won't even drink her favorite beverage around you. Mm-hmm. This could be drama. This could yeah. be a very dramatic scene. She doesn't even trust you around her iced coffee. That's right. So Jennifer's like, so I want to tell you, mister, or I guess I should say missus, that, you know, like, uh, that what you felt like, uh, that I felt like what you did was expose a secret that as my husband and I being a couple, we just want to protect our children from it, baby. Like the truth about woodchucks. But, you know, I swear, Jen, I never thought, she's like, I never dealt with this, Marge. I didn't want to face it. And you kept saying I didn't hurt you. You did hurt me. You hurt me. <laughs> but, you know, I'm not saying that I didn't hurt you. I'm not saying that. I didn't say that I was hurting you, okay? She's like, I'm hurt. I'm devastated, baby. Listen, Jennifer, just listen. And Jen's like, oh, hold on. I'm trying to cry here. Hold on. Let me get, give me a minute. Give me a minute. Mm. Mm. Marge, you gotta understand. Hold on. Let me just get some tears out for fuck's sake. Give me a minute, Marge. Stop trying to talk. And she's like, all right, you know what? Just take him. I think I see one. I think I see a tear. Uh, there's something shiny in your eye. It's a good, it's about to come, baby. All right. Keep trying. I believe in you. You can do this, Jen. You can do it. It's like you kicked me in the gut, baby. You're like an angry woodchuck who threw something at me. They can't even throw things, baby. Did you know that about woodchucks? For fuck's sake, child's birth takes less time than you coming up with a tear, all right? I don't have all day for you to cry. Listen, (laughs) I feel bad that you're devastated, and that's a fact, you know? And you know what would satisfy you? Snickers. Snickers satisfies you. It's like a hug. It's like a liquid hug. (laughs) And don't you dare say that you prefer three musketeers, because we all know Snickers is superior, okay? So uh, Margaret's like, listen, I don't want (laughs) to... God, Marge, you kicked me in the gut. You want me to do it again? It might help with the tears. Listen, I don't want to hurt you like this, okay? I can't imagine what it was like going through that by yourself. I mean, that's horrible that you didn't feel that you couldn't even tell your parents or your sister. I mean, if, 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 if I thought that you'd buried this and then never spoken about it with anyone in your family, do you think that I would ever fucking said that? Don't answer that question, okay? Because I know what your answer is. I thought that you were going to just, like, blow this off and be like, ha, ha, ha. I thought you were going to be like, yeah, well, you know what, so what? Like I said to my mother, who cares what anyone else thinks? That's just what I thought, Jennifer. She's like, I tried to not care. I tried. <laughs> Was it as hard as you're trying for tears? Because that is very, very hard. You know, I can see you working. You're still working on that, huh? She's like, it's like. Do you feel satisfied by Bill? And by satisfied, like this Snickers coffee mate that I'm pouring into my cup right now? And uh, she's like, well, you know, it's just hard because Bill's not saying nothing. He's just so embarrassed, baby. He doesn't feel comfortable. I don't feel comfortable talking to him because I just feel so bad about it, baby. She's like, yeah, I mean, I feel like I was cool for 10 years. Now, all of a sudden, I want to talk about it. What if we do go to therapy and then I decide I don't want to accept it? Then what? What if it just brings us to the realization? 
shouldn't be together much. <laughs> and she's like, oh, please, you're going to therapy. Give me a break. Are you kidding me? Of course you can work through it. I mean, you've stayed with him for this long. All right. You bought furniture from China together. All right. That's a couple <laughs> right there. That is the couple. You are not going to let this stupid shit break. And by stupid shit, I mean the stuff that I brought up at a party on national television. <laughs> you are not going to let this stupid shit break up a marriage. Give me a fucking break, Jen. <laughs> you're not going to you're not going to let this rumor that could potentially traumatize all of your children for the rest of their lives break up your marriage. This is stupid shit, okay? And, and she's like, well, I just think about it a lot because it's always me trying for him. And now he has to try for me, baby. He's got to step up to the plate, baby. She's like, that's, you know, like that night. I'm fine with everybody. My husband just goes behind the bush. I mean, that bothers me more than the infidelity, which could have also been behind the bush, honestly. I really don't know. We haven't talked about it. We just don't talk about bushes in my family. So, the, you know, the, the toughest time of marriage, baby, was the first few years because we're getting to know each other. He used to criticize me. And every time he criticized me, I just felt I had to be better and better and make him happy. So then what he did, and I was like, what are you doing? I tried to do everything, and this is the things that I get, baby. Yeah, this is pretty crazy because she's like, this is this controlling guy who I had to do every little thing right or I heard from it. It's like, you didn't clean this right. You didn't do that right. So I think I'm doing every perfect, everything perfect. And then he cheats and it's like, well, is it because I didn't do everything perfect? But I did do everything. I mean, it's just fucked up. It's a fucked up dynamic. You know, yeah. And so Margaret is like, she's trying to sort of like, I think that in, in Margaret's mind, she knows, like, this marriage is sort of fucked up, but she's trying to make it better. She's like, listen, he's still a great father, okay? He knows most of your children's names. He's a great person. Uh, you know, he can drive a car fast out of a driveway. Like, he's a great person. So, you know what? This is just all, like, fucked up. Yeah. And she's like, listen, I was the same age as you when I left Jan. But unlike you, my marriage wasn't cut like you and Bill. I mean, look at you guys. All right? Listen, you're going through some shit. And she's like, and I need all the friends I can get. <laughs> Baby. and she's like don't even worry about it and she goes but for real she goes okay for real for real <laughs> um so marge tells us that she does actually feel badly because she didn't know it was going to be this huge of a deal and um she's like you know i feel responsible and so now i'm gonna try and make this girl feel better right mm -hmm. so of course what does this turn into jen can never just take a win you know, because it's Jen. So she can't take a like, wow, Jen, you're actually the person people are rooting for this season. And you've made up with Margaret. Nope, here she goes. So Marge is taking responsibility, going, listen, it wasn't my intention. So Jen's like, okay, you know what? Listen, you didn't do this to me. You just brought it out. He shouldn't have fucking done it. And I take responsibility. Okay, I know that I hit below the belt. I made judgments. Oh my God, you're actually crying. And I hit below the belt. This tears. Waitress, come over here. Bring her an extra coffee cup. I want to save these. All right? They're going to taste <laughs> delicious with some nuts and nougat. All right? <laughs> In liquid form, okay? <laughs> and uh, she's like, she's basically like, you know, forgive me if my judgments, for my, if I had my judgments and I was shady. And I did it all to you guys. And I'm just going to be more conscious of my comebacks for the next 45 minutes or so before I go back to the way I was, baby. Okay? I learned. I learned a lot. So this is where she can't take a win. She's like, you know, I'd like your help with Melissa. I mean, because listen, Marge, you've said things about hypocrisy, but there's hypocrisy in a whole group, not just for me. I mean, Jackie's mad at me for a rumor that I didn't even start. 
It's like, oh my God, now you're going to try and pull it to all of this shit. Jen, mm -hmm. taking responsibility means taking responsibility, not like, okay, now help me yell at these other bitches. Exactly. And so Margaret's like, well, you know, the thing is, Jen, you were digging. She goes, no, there was no digging. There was no, I'm sure I had a shovel. Sure, there was a pile of sand. Sure, I made a hole, but it wasn't digging, baby. It was just curiosity. What's under the sand? The human sand. So Margaret's, she needs to be mad at Teresa for bringing it up in the first place. And uh, Marge is like, well, but Teresa wasn't the one calling her vent, was she? And Jen goes, how do you know? <laughs> Margaret goes, what? I mean, <laughs> she was like, she's like, she was like, well, were you, were you asking people on behalf of Teresa? She goes, I'm not going to answer that, baby. I can't talk, mister. Well, I have a feeling that's what she was doing. You probably were asking Red for Teresa. She's like, no, I take full responsibility for what I did. Full responsibility, I mean. <laughs> I mean, maybe if someone put me up for it, maybe that could have happened. But I got to take control of my own actions that I did on behalf of someone else who may have been Teresa. But I can't respond to that publicly at this moment. And so Marge asks if she's talked to Teresa about Louie, like all the stuff that's come out about Louie. And she's like, no, because she just she doesn't want to talk about it because she feels at fault because she's famous. And that's why it's all happening to poor Louie. No, this is all happening to Louie because Louie did a lot of really rancid shit to, to women. Like, why do you think it's fucking it happened because of Louie? Yeah, okay. I mean, exactly. And Margaret goes, I mean, like, I mean, she is so happy, but like, what about the allegations of abuse? And she goes, you think there's allegations out there? She's like, I it's like, I don't think there's allegations. There are allegations, you idiot. Look at your phone right now, you stupid, stupid person. So then um, they start talking about this whole thing about like how Mar Margaret also mentions the fact that Tiki was grilling Louis at, at a guy's night after dinner, too, which, of course, was totally not allowed. Right, and um, Jen's like, well, I mean, look, if I see red flags, I'll say something. And she's like, uh, what are red flags? What are those exactly? And she's like, well, if he was ever short with her in front of us, if he ever lost his temper with her in front of us, if he ever hid behind a bush while his wife needed him to punch somebody in the face <laughs> in front of her. And she was like, well, um, she's like, I mean, what, like, like, what What about I'm going to, like, leave right now if you don't stop talking? So then we see the flashback of Louis being like, hey, two ears, one mouth, listen more, huh? And Margaret's like, what about that? Like, wasn't, like, that was pretty assertive, right? And she's like, yeah, I was a little assertive, baby. But my husband's not saying a word. This guy wants to talk. Isn't that crazy, baby? Yeah. It's like, so who's got it worse? Me with the man who doesn't want to talk or this guy who does want to talk? Jen mm. is not... <laughs> It's not the same thing. No. You can't compare the two things. It's like, well, at least he wants, hey, maybe he's emotionally abusive, but at least he wants to talk. <laughs> so then, uh, basically, Margaret's like, well, you got the better end of the deal. I'll tell you that much. Okay, and I just want everyone to be good. And, like, I, I'm like, I want to be good with you, and I want everything to be, like, good with us, you know? And so they actually, um, that's actually, believe it or not, was actually a very good, good conversation. I do feel like they connected, at least temporarily, because this does happen. And then Jennifer goes to the other girls and usually is just, like, throws everyone under the bus. And is always like, I just need friends right now. And then she destroys them. Yes. But it was a good conversation. It was. And it was a rare conversation for these shows, you know? They were mm -hmm. both crying. Like, Marge was holding her hand and, like, supporting her through the, you know, like, I'm gutted because of my marriage 
you know, all that was just really nice. It was actually really lovely to see on TV. Yeah. On it this channel. Nice. Which, by the way, I noticed for the first time, I don't know if they just added this or what, but for the first time I noticed the guy at the very beginning going, and now for a Bravo original series, The Real Housewives of New Jersey. Oh, really? Was someone else <laughs> trying to claim... <laughs> <laughs> the Real Housewives franchise. I love it. You never know. Now, Bravo original series. Only from Bravo. Made by Bravo for Bravo. Bravo. <laughs> um, so now we go over to the Marigold Boutique. New Jersey, home of a thousand boutiques. And uh, Dolores walks in there with Frank. And Frank says, hey, this looks like a nice place to work. Yeah, you know, Marigold Boutique is lovely. Dolores, where are you? Dolores, Dolores. Frank, I'm literally standing right beside you. We're in the Marigold Boutique. Come on, Frank. So they start looking for comfortable things for her mom. Like, you know, stuff to wear in the hospital and stuff. And Frank's like, ah, you should get that one for yourself, too. Dolores, you get a gift for you, too. Have a look at She's like, Frank, I'm dressing more sexy these days. If you hadn't noticed, I haven't worn a non-crop top since I got my stomach done. Quiet over there. <laughs> I really appreciate you not getting as much saliva on my navel. Thank you. So, um, basically, um, her mom, Dolores' mom, has been in the hospital for like a week. And her surgery did go well. And um, uh, Frank is just saying that, like, you know, you know, like that basically she just has to get through this and then she's going to be so much better. And then Dolores is talking about how her mom just needs to improve her lifestyle and, you know, change her diet, change her lifestyle or, you know, exercise more. Because the first thing she does when she wakes up, she has carrot cake. I mean, at least it's not a cookie unless it's a carrot cake cookie. So she's like, you know, what's amazing? David has been with my mother Every day, Frank. He's like, yeah, that's an amazing man. That is a good man. I'm going to buy some sleepwear for David. All right, go, go, show me some sleepwear for David. All right. <laughs> a Tuesday. One that we, me and David can both fit in. All right. I, I would like individual toe cutouts. All right. <laughs> um, is he doing crop tops also? I just need to know what size shirt I should get him. I don't know. I can't tell with you guys anymore. So, so basically, she's like, yeah, he's a good guy. Have you talked to him? Frank is like, yeah, nine times a day. He's actually on my Bluetooth right now on a potty chat with Frankie and Gabby right in my ear. Do you want me to tell him anything? Oh, wait, he went quiet. Yeah. You want to say anything to Dolores? Nothing? Nothing, Dolores. Sorry. Dial tone. We have been on the phone, though, for about 78 consecutive hours. <laughs> yeah, he actually stopped in my office to come see me. At which point I was like, wait, Frank has an office? <laughs> Do we know this? So Dolores was like, well, does he talk about me? All the time, all the time. And then uh, Frank tells us that, uh, you know, you know, he told me, you know, she's beautiful. She's fun. She likes, she's like hanging out with one of the guys. I will never talk to her ever, ever, ever again. But she's great. She's wonderful. I know. She's like, that's so sweet. It's really not. When you're like, hey, ask Dolores. She's like one of the guys. It's like, mm, I don't think anybody really wants to hear that. She's like, but why won't he talk to me? I mean, I've texted him shrug emojis twice and nothing. Nothing. He's like, that's his defense mechanism, all right? You know what? Dave doesn't talk about his feelings. But deep down, I know that he cares. <laughs> Late at night, you can see his motorcycle crying in the living room. So Dolores is like, well, you know what? I feel a very heavy energy okay that's why i'm wearing half shirts to lighten the load a little bit and you know what i just didn't get closure from him and he goes so now that you you know go find a boyfriend somewhere else the law 
you know, he's like, yeah, you better find a boyfriend because I don't want you sleeping around. She's like, sleeping around? Since when do I sleep around? I've been in five-year relationships. Boom, boom, boom. Five year after five year, Frank. <laughs> and he's like, well, I don't want I don't want that to change nothing in your 50s, huh? And then he tells us, well, listen, 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 that was a joke, okay? Dolores is a serial monogamist, but what she really needs to do is take her time and not rush into the next relationship. Go find the right guy. And, of course, the right guy is someone who spits a lot and yells, Dolores, just saying. She's like, what am I, a slut like you, Frank? I mean, look, you've had five midlife crises. And he's like, yeah, and I got over them quickly. And she goes, with hookers, actually. And squeezes his face <laughs> like it's so cute. <laughs> Adorable hookers. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a crappens commercial. Um. So now we're getting like a little scene. Mar we're at Margaret's house, and she's getting a doorbell installed. She's like, "You know what? This is amazing. We've actually never had a doorbell. I can't tell you how many times I found out the next day that Jody Number Two was just knocking on my door for hours trying to use my oven. It's shocking. But now we got a doorbell. It's wonderful." <sighs> Oh, Marge with her first ring. I love it. Oh, my God. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I just wanted to say, you look great today. Thank you so much for the Amazon package. I'm assuming that's an Amazon package. Is it Amazon? Is it FedEx? What is it? Do you want me to sign? Even if they don't need me to, do you want me to sign anything? I'm here. Do you want to talk? (laughs) So then uh, Margaret got a, uh, there was a group text invitation from Tracy to go hang out with some of Tracy's cousins, also known as Trees. Um, and she basically invited them all to like a course, a, a ropes course. And we can see a little bit of the group text. Did you notice this? Because Tracy's like, hi, guys, you want to go to the ropes course? And Teresa wrote back, sounds faboo. <laughs> so like, it's just sort of funny that Teresa has been talking so much shit about Tracy. But then on text, she's like, sounds faboo. <laughs> So they're all getting ready and talking to their families and stuff. And um, Gia is, uh, Teresa is like opening boxes and just dumping out plastic wrapped shirts. I'm assuming they're the, I wake up in the morning shirts and uh, dumping them all over. And she's like, I'm going to go climb trees or something. I don't climb trees. (laughs) Yeah. And then Jackie is over at her house. Uh, sh- like she's letting her daughter try on some shorts of hers, and then she's like, "God, it's kind of like fucked up that like, you know, my daughter like I fit in the same clothes as my daughter." And so she starts starts talking about um, uh, Renfrew Bueller. Bueller's going nuts on that pillow back there. She's, she's really. It's like a construction zone behind me. I was like, "What is happening? You, you comfortable over there? He's digging. He's it. digging in his pillow. No, don't don't, don't dig do that." Okay, okay, Beulah's digging. Okay, you know what? Here's the thing. This is why we're angry at Beulah, because he's digging. He's digging. Lay down. You can do Lay down. Well, now he's doing the thing where he's, he's scratching the back of the couch. Like, what, are you going to take down the whole couch? So you can <laughs> He's rearranging. Yourself. And now he's yeah. playing, the, he's playing the, the, the pillow like a piano, sort of. She was just sort of pawing at it like he was trying to get a tune going. Got to get that perfect balance on the little pillows. <laughs> Uh, sorry, everybody. Uh, so yeah, so Jackie's kid is trying on clothes, and she's opening these Fendi shoes, which of course say Fendi across the top. And Evan's like, "How do you know those are Fendi?" Hmm. You just got Evan. <laughs> so basically, she got a call from the center, uh, the for you know Renfrew, which is where she had gone to get a consultation about you know dealing with her eating disorder, and. Um, they be- they recommended that she go inpatient, which basically means that she goes for like a, like 
I don't know how long, but at some sort of term there, she's basically going to be there for like, I assume like a week or so. And she's like, no, 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 I'm absolutely not going to do this. And the second option is to go like three hours a night for three nights a week. And she won't do that either. She's only willing to do outpatient. And Evan's like, uh, no, you got to do what they tell you to do. Like this, let's not half-ass it, you know? Yeah. And then, of course, tries to have sex. <laughs> They're having this nice <laughs> conversation. He's like, I believe in you. You can do this. Sit on my lap. Yeah. She's like, I thought we were having a moment, Evan. Okay. It's like, I every think- moment could be better. All right. Marsh just pops up with Snickers creamer. Right. <laughs> Helps everything. This is what I'm currently marinating my puss in. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he would have had a lot uh, more success convincing her to do the inpatient treatment if they had been discussing it on the driveway. Just a more of a safe place for Jackie. You know, you know, it's it's my comfort zone being out on the driveway. So now a Melissa and Joe scene. He's playing football with little baby Joey. Melissa's <laughs> making fun of little baby Joey's hair because it's ridiculous. It's like boom. He's got like the yep. poof. Um, and then it basically gets to talking about how Antonio wants to quit cheer. And Melissa's like, that's not fair. You know, I mean, she's depressed. But when I was depressed when my dad died, I got myself out of a rut. I got three jobs. I signed up for college. I was my self-motivator. And now I want to pull Antonia out. That's great. But like you also didn't go through all this stuff while being on TV for your mother's TV show. So I imagine there's like... I imagine Antonia is feeling a variety of stress. Also, you know the reason why Antonia is probably feeling a little bit in the like the doldrums because the the scene starts with Melissa being like, "Boys, who wants salad?" and she's made like a bowl of undressed iceberg lettuce, like chopped up lettuce that's just there. And I'm like, I wouldn't be a happy child either in this household. <laughs> yeah, you're not giving a, a lot of happiness options here. Melissa. Those are not good. This is not a good salad. But you know, I just look at it like. Antonia has a mother who owns like some kind of kiosk on a sidewalk that sells fake Chanel bags and then gets called out for it by Chanel themselves. Okay. I don't think she needs more motivation. I think you're doing great already. (laughs) Uh, Well, Gorga's basically like, just don't push it, whatever. So then they start talking about Tracy's event that's coming up. And um, uh, basically that's going to be the first time that everyone's been together since I think like the, the the Jersey Shore, and um, you know, and and she starts saying Melissa's basically saying like you know Jen's going through a lot right now, so maybe that's what's messing up with her judgment. You know, that's why she's acting like a crazy, crazy monster. And he's like, you know what that's called, honey? That's called commons. <laughs> Karma gel. <laughs> it's called camels. No, not camels. Karma. Gamma. It's called caramel. It's what- it's what you put when you don't want to put a period, all right? A camera. That's what she's getting. <laughs> it's called one of the three ingredients in a Snickers. Caramel. <laughs> so <laughs> that we go over to Jennifer. She's at home. And um, she's uh, she's telling someone to put a, a plate in the sink. Oh, so basically the house is messy. And there's, like, chips on the floor. And Bill is well, like... Well, they just mm-hmm. finished dinner. So she's like, I'll take all that time to make it and you scuff it down in two minutes like animals. Go upstairs! And Bill's like, mm, are those crumbs on the ground? You should make them clean it. Mm. <laughs> I'm really into crumb kink. Mm. And so uh, Jen's happy because she 
fingers crossed, might have a candidate to be a housekeeper. I already feel so bad for this housekeeper. Like, this person does not know what they're getting into. Yeah. And he's like, right. Because mm-hmm. he knows this is going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So she talks about having coffee with Marge and says that Marge was remorseful and apologized. And she's like, for the first time, we really listened to each other, Bill. And he's like, mm-hmm. wiping his face. So, you made headway with Marge just by saying we're not fighting. Mm. That is often how it happens, Bill. That is usually what what clears the way for headway. Mm, Don't talk to me about headway. I know a thing about that. Mm, It's what got me into this mess in the first place. Mm. And she's like, you know, I just don't want to fight anymore, you know. But truth be told, me and you have never even dealt with it, Bill. I just kept it moving. And there's a... a As Bill looks away like, oh, shoot, now what, you know? So she's like, you know, I just want to, I thought that was how to deal with it, but I want to make sure we're good or do what we need to do to get good, okay? Because um, you didn't defend me, Bill. And he's like, you mean what happened at the shore house? Mm, mm, we're still talking about that. There's crumbs on the floor. Mm, interesting <laughs> that you can talk about how much I don't do while there are two Dorito crumbs <laughs> right under my feet. <laughs> she like goes down to pick them up. She comes back. There's just a dust cloud where Bill, where Bill used to be. So um, she's like, but you know, you did redeem yourself at boys night. And he goes, mm, what redemption? Do you have doubts that I'm there for you? I mean, mm. and she goes, yeah. Because sometimes you just sit there, you're just so passive. And when, and if you're around them again, just say, I love my wife, and I'm lucky that she's staying, baby. And he's like, well, I'm not willing to be around that. So you want to forgive? Mm, good. Well, I'm not. You can hang out with him if you want, but I'm not going to argue with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, she just says that she's like, you know, it's been a situation where she's always been the one. He does whatever he wants. And then she's always been the one to appease him. And that's just the 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 dynamic that they have. And she said, um, you know, like that this is something that happened 10 years ago. And they're just dealing with it now because of something that he did. And now he says he doesn't want to deal with it. And it's just not fair for her. I would agree. I do agree with that most of all. Mostly, I, I should say. But Jen... You, this whole fight was not about the affair. You were refusing to say sorry for anything still and screaming and yelling and grabbing someone and getting physical and going off, standing up, screaming at You can't ask Bill to jump in the middle of all that. That's fucking crazy. Like you started the flame war and then you're trying to make someone else jump in the middle of the flames. Like this is if if Bill had to fight every single fight, for, I mean, it would never end. You never stop. This is the first season you've ever stopped. Mm-hmm. Even a little. I mean, I, uh, I, I, I do agree that like we don't need, we didn't need Bill to get in there and escalate things, but like she probably could have used a little bit more backup than him standing literally in the corner, just like chomping on some food and watching. Like, mm, great spectator sport. Like she yeah, could have just like he could have like I stepped mean, in there and been like, okay, Jen. Like he could have just like pulled like some. I think what she just wants was some gesture that he was there, that he was taking care of her, and and he didn't do that. He just thought all he had to do was put his hand on her arm and be like, they're there, you know. But and not that's probably run away, enough. literally run away, like, he <laughs> like did. literally hiding at the na- neighbor's yard. He should have told Gorgon to shut the fuck up and stay out of it and talk to him separately if that's what he wanted, but. Yeah, I don't, I just, that's the opinion I've been 
on, I just, I'm like, Jen, Jen's memory. Because then they show a clip of this fight. And I'm like, well, should he have jumped in there? <laughs> but I don't know. This jersey, this is fucking crazy. I don't think yeah. anybody should jump. I'm surprised the show even has cameramen. They don't just put <laughs> GoPros on trees, you know? Like, just close up for me. Long, all right? They should just be like nature photography where they have to stay a healthy distance away <laughs> with zoom cameras, zoom lenses. So <laughs> um, now we go to Jaker's house. Jaker? Jaker. Jackie's house uh, where the kids are playing. They're being very funny. And uh, she's washing grapes. In case anyone was wondering what she was washing, it was grapes. And Margaret shows up. And it's very cute. The kids hide behind the door. She's like, who's that? Who opened the door? Who's that crazy? Is that a a bottle of Snickers creamer that opened the door? I'm having a really hard time. Ronnie's saying creamer today. I I don't know if you notice how many times I've stumbled over the word creamer. I'm like, Snickers creamer. I can't say the word creamer. I can't let it out of my mouth, Ronnie. <laughs> well, you've had your practice, that's for sure, because I think this is the 90th iced coffee that we've seen in this episode. <laughs> like, what the hell? So she comes in with her big iced coffee, and they talk about um, Jackie, you know, possibly going into inpatient or outpatient. And Marge is like, listen, I just want you to keep surviving. She's like, but I. I haven't needed inpatient. I've been surviving 20 years without doing anything. She's like, well, I would like you to survive another 60. Okay. And so then they move on to Dolores's mom and we cut to Dolores, uh, Dolores's house, putting lots of different kinds of breads, possibly shaped by animals. We didn't get a, cl- or <laughs> shaped like animals. I didn't get a close up. Uh, putting food out for Teresa and Jennifer to come over. <laughs> yeah, so th- those ladies come out, and the dogs are going nuts. They're just like all like the dogs are are whipping themselves into a frenzy. If those dogs had pitchforks, they would be wielding them because they're like in a dog riot right now. And um, so the, the women come over, and we learn that um, Val Valerie has been in ICU, um, and um, but that the surgery we heard just more about the surgery that went for four hours. They cleaned out her arteries and everything. And basically, the family is now um, sort of trying to figure out who's going to take care of Valerie because Dolores' sister wants Val by her. And Dolores is like, well, I kind of want Val by me. And then she goes, but guess what? Guess who wants her? David. I'm like, this guy has some boundary issues. I am sorry. That is that is not appropriate. If you want to take Valerie, you have to start responding to Dolores, okay? It's one thing to, like, it's already bad enough that you're not talking to her, you talk to everyone around her when her mom is in the hospital, and you can't put aside your ego to deliver important information to this woman's daughter. But now you actually want to be the one to be the caretaker, but you're still not going to talk to the daughter. It does not work that way. This is not your mother, sir. There's something super creepy about David. That whole hanging out with the family and calling the family all the time and being in the mother's room the whole time. There's just something fucking weird about that. And he's dating, or he was dating, I'm not sure if they still are, but Sashal Madia told me that he was dating uh, Louis' ex. Which one? I don't know. I'm not sure. I haven't looked it up. I think it's the Wedding Dress Across America one, but I'm not sure. So he's just, he, you know, like he's doing, he just seems to always be doing things to pick, pick, pick. And why does he have so much time that he could have her stay at his house when he could never be home or spend any time with the Lord? There's just something weird. Thank you for bringing that up. It's like a controlling revenge type thing. But it's like, instead of being mean to his revenge, he's going to be nice to everyone around you. So all you hear is how great David is, how great David is. And you don't get David. 
I, I actually once was uh, on the recipient of that sort of mind game where like years ago, my friend broke up with his long-term girlfriend and then she was all about making all these plans with his friends. And like, it was like nonstop emails and calls like, you want to do this tonight? You want to do this? Oh my God, I booked this for happy hour. You want to go to Lobster Fest? I'm bringing Lobster. I'm bringing my friend, I'm bringing my friend, Samantha. And you're like, no, like stop. stop. We don't hang out like this. And now you're all of a sudden want to hang out all the time purely so that way you can make him upset. You're going to try to poach me. No, it's not going to work this way, ma'am. Stop it. Yeah. So David's I'm, doing I'm that. I'm officially anti-David now. I think he's a fucking asshole. I think this there is a, I think I think it's a, a I think, creepy, creepy, yeah. weirdly emotionally abusive asshole. There. Yeah. There. Um, so, yeah. So, um, basically, um, D- Dolores did see David finally. because She went to the hospital and she said, it was a rough one. Let me flare my eyes to show you how rough it was. There, flared them. Look, he walked in. He looked me right in the face. He didn't say a word and then walked to the rest of my family. I mean, can you believe this guy? I mean, I can't. It drives me nuts. So then she's like, yeah, I got anxiety. The other day, I got anxiety so bad. I said, I want to go get something to calm my nerves. But you know what? Feelings help you grow. So you should feel your feelings. (laughs) So then I Botoxed my elbows. Really no for no reason. But it did, it did make me feel better. I felt with my heart. I still can't feel with my elbows. Would anybody like a croissant? <laughs> oh, sorry. Side effects on the ground. Well, you know, I was trying to, self, I was trying to self-medicate. But uh, all I really had was a complimentary sample of Snickers creamer that Marge sent me as, you know, didn't really do the trick. So then um, Jen, of course, makes it about her immediately. She's like, anxiety, I get it. Heck with Bill. It's like, oh, my God. Can the woman just uh, have her moment, you know? She's like, I pretended all that time the infidelity didn't happen, but now I've got all these other feelings. And Margaret said she thought I knew and would brush it off. And I was like, I never dealt with this, Marge. It kicked me in the gut, Marge. (laughs) Yeah. So then Margaret's back over there at Jackie's house. Margaret is like, oh, my God, it's so nice. I never saw anything beyond your driveway before. This is a lovely backyard you have here. Um, So guess what? I just talked with Jennifer, and she was not the gin that we even knew. She wore a collar on her dress, a sundress with a collar. Isn't that crazy? She was so wounded and sad. It was hilarious, okay? And she was apologetic, which was also strange. You know, she was so raw. All right, I've never seen it. and she said she doesn't even know she's going to work out with Bill. All right, marriage hanging on by a thread. It's over. It's done so. You know what? Can we gather around the kids? It doesn't feel right just telling one person. <laughs> Her fucking gossipy Marge. <laughs> she's so gossipy this episode. So um, so Jen is telling the other ladies, like, um, like yeah, so Bill walked out, walked out of God's night because Evan said that I'm a terrible person and I was digging, which is bullshit. And Dolores goes, well, Jen, I mean... You're known to be a digger. I mean, you literally dressed it like a miner today. You have a hard hat on. Okay, so let's just leave that out of the equation. I was digging. You're a digger, Melissa Clip. Let's be honest. You dug. <laughs> the show. The digging on this show. So then back to Marge. She's like, you know, it. She, she said she needs friends. And she asked me to help her. And Jackie's like, oh, my God, Marge, I would love to give her the benefit of the doubt. But my husband is very upset. All she had to do was say sorry. Yeah, and Margaret goes, well, I'm going to tell you something. Okay, you know what she said to me? Okay, she said, 
how do you know that Teresa didn't do it, okay? And I said, are you telling me that Teresa told you to ask people in Tenafly? And she goes, I'm not answering that. And Jackie is pissed now. And she's like, for a woman who's now so fucking scared about anyone asking about her boyfriend, you know, she should be fucking careful, Teresa. She should be real fucking careful. I was like, ooh. Yeah. And back with Jen, Jen says that Tiki was asking questions. <laughs> so, of course, Jen moves right on into the Tracy and Tiki thing to fl- inflame Teresa. And Teresa's like, how come Tiki asking questions? Because of Tracy? How come Tracy asking questions, right? Okay, I heard that she was the man he living with them and his wife was pregnant. Do I ask questions? <laughs> I was like, finally, someone's fucking using that against Tracy. Finally, it took you guys. It's episode eight. What kind of housewife <laughs> show is this? Using it against Tracy, but also undermining your argument or the general arguments about not digging. Because, like, saying I heard this about Tracy is like, you dug. Um, although it's pretty, like, surface level. That's kind of like when you're walking on the beach and you see, like, a piece of, like, candy wrapper sticking out from the sand it's like uh, maybe it's not so much of a dig it's just there so uh jen is like when margaret was asking me as your friend why would i tell you like would i would i tell you to tell her if i saw any red flags and i really thought like you know listen i thought if she was in danger i would say something but i don't think that i don't think you're in danger with louie there ain't no danger, right? There ain't no danger. I don't go ahead and play myself to nobody especially that lamb. Like, teresa's just <laughs> Boom! Not, here, not ready. Not ready to hear it. Like, <laughs> now I gotta climb a tree with these bitches. Oh, it's my boyfriend. I'm gonna stick up for him. It's like you can stick up for your boyfriend, but you also don't have to be a maniac about it. <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> and that's why I'm still the queen of drag. I may got my king, but that don't mean I ain't the queen of New Jersey. <laughs> Bing. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. So Tracy arrives at Tracy's Treeside event. Mm-hmm. Family reunion over there. Yeah, the group <laughs> the group uh-huh. is gonna do some blindfolded climbing. Uh, it's like a rope score, so it's like all up and up, up high, but they're gonna be doing it blindfolded. Um, and so people are just starting to arrive and everything. And Melissa, of course, is not going to put on the bl- the blindfold goggles because she's like, I can't put these on with my lashes. And um, just people are just showing up. And the whole plan is that they're going to be working in pairs to work on their communication. Uh, girls, I have to tell you something about tree safety. Okay. So I saw Jen, and at the end of the day, she doesn't even know if her marriage is going to last. I mean, she does all the talking in the relationship. Bill is bossy and doesn't say anything. Apparently, he's always hiding in the bushes. It wasn't just a one-day thing. What do you think of that? Wow, this event was great. I really feel like my my communication works is so much better. Okay, bye, everyone. Bye. So um, Melissa's like, oh, my God, I feel so bad for her. This is so serious. This is almost as serious as quitting cheer. Wow. So, uh, so then Jackie arrives, and Margaret's like, yeah, her marriage is hanging on by a thread, okay? Because I met with her last week, and, you know, I feel bad. I mean, really feel bad. She's going through it, okay? And you know what? Here's the best thing that she said to me, okay? This is crazy, okay? Everyone ready? It's big gossip coming. Every tree, I want you to listen, okay? Tracy family, tune in. 
why did Jackie forgive Teresa? And I said, because she named, because she dropped and apologized, but you kept on digging, Jen. And she goes, well, how do you know Teresa didn't dig? And I said, are you going to say, are you like, are you going to say that Teresa asked you to dig? Yeah. Did everyone hear that? It's great, guys. I'll say it again in another five minutes, okay? And Dolores goes, did Teresa say that? Because sometimes Jennifer likes to twist things around, all right? And um, she's like, no, listen, Jennifer never said the word Teresa in that sentence. She said it in a different sentence. But, you know, nothing I could take to a court of law, basically. Now, listen, here's the thing, guys. I called Serena, okay? And I said, Serena. What did Jen say? And guess what she says to me? She said, Jen called up and said there's an Evan cheating rumor and Teresa wants to know. I was like, okay, hold on a second. You haven't talked to Serena before about this bullshit. It's been the storyline this entire season. What is Serena just holding out on drops? I'm not buying this Serena crap. I'm not buying it either, and that's why I never trusted Serena Vanderwoodson, okay? So Dolores is like, well, Teresa wants to know, do we all, like, do we all do what people ask us to do? No, okay? Mm-hmm. And and Jackie, now Jackie's like, she's been, Marge has, like, worked Jackie up, and she's like, well, clearly it was Teresa with a hand up a puppet's ass the whole time, and Dolores knew that. Dolores knew that. Yeah, it's like, here's the thing. Three had no problem taking my husband's name, and no one can ask her questions about her man. And Marge is like, it's strategic. That's what it is. And uh, Dolores goes, well, this is all true. And by the way, just have to let you know, Marge, Teresa's coming in hot today for you. She goes, I, I, I don't care. Look at me. Do I look like someone who cares? <laughs> Like <laughs> you look scared. <laughs> just I don't give a shit. And she goes, "Well, Jennifer, Jennifer said that you were asking questions about Louis." And, she, and Tracy goes, "Oh, Jesus Christ! Like, what's wrong with asking questions?" Well, Tracy, she's coming for you too. Okay, about Tiki asking Louis questions. Okay, let me just reiterate: the headline here is coming in hot. Okay, is she cold? No. Is she lukewarm? No. Is she hot? Yes. And she's coming in. So then Jen comes and she's like, hi, I still don't have any hair pieces on. So anybody going to feel anything for me? And they're like, hi, Jen. <laughs> like, Marge just told us we can all be nice to you again. So they're like, hi, Jen. Oh, Jen. Yeah. And Melissa like pulls her to the side. She goes, you know, I just feel so horrible about everything that you're going through. And I don't wish that on anyone. And whatever we did at your house, no matter like how much you instigated it, like that we would even go and grab each other. That's like not my style to fight with low lives like you. And I just I don't want to go back there with you specifically. I don't want to go back to your house because it was trashy. And I'm reacting to what you said about my family. And I'm just so sorry that you said those words. So we good again. Let's be good. Let's be good, Melissa. So they make up. So then Teresa comes trudging up the hill with shiny bags, you know, shiny gift bags. And she's like, this is my workout. This is my workout line. I brought you guys in some. What the hell is this place? (laughs) Yeah. Margaret's like, oh, are you afraid of heights? She goes, yeah, well, maybe I'll go up with some people I really don't like so I can throw them down. And she says, I'm not in the gun mood, so this ain't going to be good. So, all right, just saying, everybody. And we go to commercial, and Dolores is like, I told you. So I told you. 
Guys, she came in hot. Also, here's a new update for, for everyone else. I got a bug in my eye. Yeah, there's a bug in my eye, everyone. It's a bug. <laughs> Apparently, David's called it. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> so Teresa's like, I ain't a woods person, all right? I'm really not. And Marge goes, oh, you better get some bugs ready because your lip gloss is going to attract all these bugs. And she goes, oh, you got a problem with my lip gloss, huh? I said it will attract bugs. Okay, so get bug sprays. They're like shiny. They look, the bugs like shiny things. So then, um, oh, so now, Teresa's now all pissed. She's gonna try and start a fight over everything, and now she's like, "Oh yeah, shiny little things. All right, <laughs> I see you. I see you." Well, I'm sure that after that, like FBI sting, the word bugs has a little trigger for her. So that now the guys give like a tutorial on ropes, ropes courses and everything and the, and how they're going to do every do this whole you know exercise and Teresa's like well I really don't want to have to do this like do we have to do this do we have to do this she's just like complaining the entire time and being <laughs> just like so obnoxious which is great because I feel like actually sometimes Teresa puts on that front where she's like pretends to be happy but she's really miserable and I like that she just came in just totally cranky this episode yeah, she's just going to let everybody have it today. So Teresa asks what they're doing. She's like, before I put this thing on, what are we going to be doing today? And Tracy's like, we're climbing blindfolded with a partner. And Melissa's like, don't worry, Tracy picked partners for us. And Tracy goes, yeah, you're partners with me, Teresa. She goes, all right, I'll lead you off the edge then. <laughs> and... um. <laughs> You know that, like, in two episodes, Margaret's going to be like, she threatened her with violence. She wanted to literally kill her, throw her off of a treetop. Who is this maniac? Who is this monster that we're talking about? We call her a friend, and she wants to literally murder people in our friend group. This is not a human being, okay, guys? This word on the street antenna fly. So Melissa's like, why the negativity, Teresa? And she's like, because I got problems with people here that say things behind my backs. And Marge is like, no, actually, we say it to your face. You just have a temper tantrum every time. Which, very good point. None of this has been behind your back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, really, Margaret? You're one of the people I want to talk to. And they're like, oh, my God. Like, she just, Teresa just wants to just rain on their parade. You know, why is she ruining all this and everything? So they're just sort of, they're going through this, um, <laughs> this, this blind walk through the treetops. And uh, Teresa's like, refuses to guide Tracy. She's she, she's like, you know what? Like, she's not even part of our cast, so I don't even have to bother doing this. I'm just going to sit this one out. Yeah, and the guy's like, welcome to Treescape. This is a very safe system. Oh, yeah, blindfold to climb in a train. Sounds real safe. <laughs> um, <laughs> so <sighs> Melissa's like, well, why are you so mad at, like, why are you so mad at Tracy? And she goes, because she talks a lot of shit. And Melissa's like, is it because of what Tiki said? And she's like, yeah, this is dumb as shit. So, um, uh, so then Dolores, meanwhile, she's just like, you know what? I feel like I want to be daring. Everyone watch. I'm going to step on the log. Oh, my God. This is almost like having a party with focaccia and no alligators. I feel so daring right now. This is crazy. <laughs> So Melissa's like, you're not even going to try, Teresa. Come on. She goes, if I like the person I had to go on the train with, I would try. But, like, I don't even know you. And why are you messing with my boyfriend? <laughs> so Tracy, Jen, and Marge are now gossiping. They're, they're on, like, different sides of this tree thing. So Tracy's mm -hmm. like, 
I just don't understand her thing about not asking questions. And Jen's like, that's her way. I mean, if you want to be friends with her, that's the boundaries. And she's like, but that's not friendship. Margie goes, it's a dictatorship. It's a dictatorship right over there. I mean, basically all the poor people are eating potatoes today. Go for it, Putin. Okay, go for it. I'm not afraid of you. All right. Listen, I can read between the lines about the digging. And Teresa obviously made you call. And she should have just come to your fence and said, hey, you girls are frying Jennifer. And that's not right. You know, so Marge is like trying to turn Jen against Teresa, which will never work. And it's going to backfire in such a huge way. But it is working because Jen is giving them all of this stuff, right? I mean, she's only saying that because Jen gave it to her at that dinner. And now Jen's doing another, like, I'm the victim of Teresa. Just another victim of Teresa, right? Mm -hmm. Because Tracy goes, well, why do you think she didn't defend you then, Jen? And Jen goes, I expect it from her at this point. (laughs) And she tells us, maybe she doesn't got a bat for me the same way I got a bat for her. But I should enjoy her company because we got old school values and there's a certain comfort that comes with being her friend. <laughs> I think that Jennifer, what she's doing is she's she's baiting Margaret to say some shit about Teresa so that way she can run back to Teresa and have Teresa get, you know, get mad at Margaret. And I think that's Jennifer's ultimate revenge ploy. Like that's how she operates. I've watched enough Survivor to see this happen several times. So, um, so basically, uh, uh, yeah, Melissa's now guiding Tracy. Tracy's going through the treetops. Teresa has, wants nothing to do with it. And Dolores I and Jack. <laughs> I think it's actually for the best for, for Tracy that, that Teresa didn't guide her. Because, you know, Teresa guiding someone through the treetops is not going to work out well for even, like, Teresa's best friend. Okay? Yeah, Let I was going to say, even if she likes you, you don't want Teresa guiding you. No, wait. No, no, not. No. Ah. Just go up. Put your foot out. You can feel it. She just starts reading poetry from Louis. Oh, wait, read this. Here by this one. He says, roses are red, violets are blue. Um, I like cheese. What about you? That's good, right? Like the person's like already fallen off the log. <laughs> They're dead. <laughs> so Jackie and Dolores are now talking because they've had their turn. And so Jackie's like, Teresa, not happy. She goes, oh, my God, not please that one and jackie goes yeah well you don't want to be energy you don't want to be enemies with marge and doris goes no no <laughs> uh another bug in my eye so um yeah they're basically like yeah because like Teresa has a has the has a loud bark but but margaret's the one you want to like you know you want to steer clear from so then uh Teresa Teresa walks up and she's saying how she has like a problem. She's saying that she's like really annoyed that like Jen and Margaret all of a sudden have like like made up like out of nowhere. And Teresa's like, and the thing is that like nobody knew about this because everybody everyone knew about this because of Margaret. Like that's the real problem. And then Jackie's like, but everyone no, everyone knows about it because Bill did it. And she's like, yeah, but Margaret let the cat out of the bag. She's like, no, but but Bill put the cat. In the bag. <laughs> I just like Teresa. Teresa does not understand. Understand. You just know, like, Jackie, you're using analogies again. This is not going to work well with Teresa. Don't start talking about cats and bags. It's going to go down a, the wrong path. I know, because Teresa's, like, waving her hands around, just, like, trying to think. Like, now she's got a cat in a bag and, like, someone putting <laughs> a cat in the bag. She's just <laughs> see the confusion there. And uh, Jackie's like, so Teresa's really telling Margaret that she's wrong for bringing up an affair after what she did to my husband? Can we spell hypocrisy? No. 
She literally cannot spell hypocrisy. Please don't bring that up. (laughs) No spelling questions on this show, please. She's already got a mental cat in like a grocery bag. She's trying to figure out what to do with that. (laughs) She's like, I thought the cat was eating the hat. So, so Teresa's like, you know what? She took the shit and she dumped it out. She dumped the cat out and shit. Wait, huh? Wait, there's a cat and shit now. I'm so confused. And she's, she's like doing the pantomiming for like dumping cats out of bags. <laughs> yeah. And March goes, uh, we can hear you, by the way. And Jennifer has to do this. So shut it. And she, and Teresa goes, well, you did it. You did it. Cat bag shit. Throw on thing. <laughs> You know what? We both owned our part. Okay, we both moved forward. And you and I are grown-ups, unlike some other people here. Okay? Okay, Teresa? Yeah. Because otherwise you're going to look like shit like you already do. You look and like shit Marge, with your stupid yeah. cat bag pantomiming. You look like shit out of that lip gloss. <laughs> and Teresa gets her squealing anger where she's like, Ah, I don't. I don't. I look like shit. And she starts kind of speed walking towards Marge, all pissed off. Yeah. And Margaret's like, yeah, well, you looked like shit all last year. And Teresa's like, why? And then it's sort of, Melissa goes, what's happening? And then it goes to to be continued. Dun, dun, dun. And then do they go back to the same restaurant for this next big fight that they had the keg, the sorority party, whatever you call it, the frat party? Um, <laughs> the previews are like running up those stairs. It looks like that place of March and Teresa getting physical. Don't, I, f- don't. I feel like I don't even remember seeing the previews. I feel like I just sort of like stopped it. <laughs> I well, was like, "Do be continued." Go. Well, I guess I have to end it now. <laughs> well, it is time to end it now, everybody. Thanks for being here for Watch What Crappens. Come get your live show tickets over at watchwhatcrappens.com. This was an on-demand video, so thanks to everybody who joined us on demand. Crappens On Demand has a couple of videos a week. The next one's going to be Orange County. So we will see you later with Orange County. Okay? Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Allison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. Courtney Shamazing Shaudel. Dana C. Dana Do. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no Trickolus. Ava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. We McLovin, Karen McClelland. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. She's our queen, Marie Levine. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. The Bay Area Betches. Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Always the wiser, it's Allison Weasler. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. She leaves us in stitches, it's Catherine Taylor. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. We will, we will, Joanna Rockland, you. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. Kristen the Ruby Rubano. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. 
We want to hang with Liz Lang, the incredible edible Matthew sisters. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. She's cheese on a bagel. It's Megan Ragel. Nancy Cease and DeSisto. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Paging Page Mills, Paging Page Mills. Shannon, out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys.